On Contradiction by Mao Zedong Section 6 The Place of Antagonism in Contradiction The question of the struggle of opposites includes the question of what is antagonism. Our answer is that antagonism is one form, but not the only form, of the struggle of opposites. In human history, antagonism between classes exists as a particular manifestation of the struggle of opposites. Consider the contradiction between the exploiting and the exploited classes. Such contradictory classes coexist for a long time in the same society, be it slave society, feudal society, or capitalist society, and they struggle with each other. But it is not until the contradiction between the two classes develops to a certain stage that it assumes the form of open antagonism and develops into revolution. The same holds for the transformation of peace into war in class society. Before it explodes, a bomb is a single entity in which opposites coexist in given conditions. The explosion takes place only when a new condition, ignition, is present. An analogous situation arises in all those natural phenomena which finally assume the form of open conflict to resolve old contradictions and produce new things. It is highly important to grasp this fact. It enables us to understand that revolutions and revolutionary wars are inevitable in class society and that without them it is impossible to accomplish any leap in social development and to overthrow the reactionary ruling classes and therefore impossible for the people to win political power. Communists must expose the deceitful propaganda of the reactionaries, such as the assertion that social revolution is unnecessary and impossible. They must firmly uphold the Marxist-Leninist theory of social revolution and enable the people to understand that social revolution is not only entirely necessary, but also entirely practicable, and that the whole history of mankind and the triumph of the Soviet Union have confirmed this scientific truth. However, we must make a concrete study of the circumstances of each specific struggle of opposites, and should not arbitrarily apply the formula discussed above to everything. Contradiction and struggle are universal and absolute, but the methods of resolving contradictions, that is, the forms of struggle, differ according to the differences in the nature of the contradictions. Some contradictions are characterized by open antagonism while others are not. In accordance with the concrete development of things, some contradictions which were originally non-antagonistic develop into antagonistic ones, while others which were originally antagonistic develop into non-antagonistic ones. As already mentioned, so long as classes exist, contradictions between correct and incorrect ideas in the Communist Party are reflections within the party of class contradictions. At first, with regard to certain issues, such contradictions may not manifest themselves as antagonistic, but with the development of the class struggle, they may grow and become antagonistic. The history of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union shows us that the contradictions between the correct thinking of Lenin and Stalin and the fallacious thinking of Trotsky, Bukharin, and others did not at first manifest themselves in an antagonistic form, but that later they did develop into antagonism. There are similar cases in the history of the Chinese Communist Party. At first, the contradictions between the correct thinking of many of our party comrades and the fallacious thinking of Chen Tu Su, Cheng Kuo Tao, and others did not manifest themselves in an antagonistic form. 
but later they did develop into antagonism. At present, the contradiction between correct and incorrect thinking in our party does not manifest itself in an antagonistic form, and if comrades who have committed mistakes can correct them, it will not develop into antagonism. Therefore, the party must on one hand wage a serious struggle against erroneous thinking, and on the other give the comrades who have committed errors ample opportunity to wake up. This being the case, excessive struggle is obviously inappropriate, but if the people who have committed errors persist in them and aggravate them, there is the possibility that this contradiction will develop into antagonism. Economically, the contradiction between town and country is an extremely antagonistic one, both in capitalist society, where, under the rule of the bourgeoisie, the towns ruthlessly plunder the countryside, and in the Kuomintang areas in China, where, under the rule of foreign imperialism and the Chinese big comprador bourgeoisie, the towns most rapaciously plunder the countryside. But in a socialist country and in our revolutionary base areas, this antagonistic contradiction has changed into one that is non-antagonistic, and when communist society is reached, it will be abolished. Lenin said, Antagonism and contradiction are not at all one and the same. Under socialism, the first will disappear, the second will remain. That is to say, antagonism is one form, but not the only form, of the struggle of opposites. The formula of antagonism cannot be arbitrarily applied everywhere. Section 7. Conclusion We may now say a few words to sum up. The law of contradiction in things, that is, the law of the unity of opposites, is the fundamental law of nature and of society, and therefore also the fundamental law of thought. It stands opposed to the metaphysical world outlook. It represents a great revolution in the history of human knowledge. According to dialectical materialism, contradiction is present in all processes of objectively existing things and of subjective thought and permeates all these processes from beginning to end. This is the universality and absoluteness of contradiction. Each contradiction and each of its aspects have their respective characteristics. This is the particularity and relativity of contradiction. In given conditions, opposites possess identity, and consequently can coexist in a single entity, and can transform themselves into each other. This again is the particularity and relativity of contradiction. But the struggle of opposites is ceaseless. It goes on both when the opposites are coexisting, and when they are transforming themselves into each other, and becomes especially conspicuous when they are transforming themselves into one another. This again is the universality and absoluteness of contradiction. In studying the particularity and relativity of contradiction, we must give attention to the distinction between the principal contradiction and the non-principal contradictions, and to the distinction between the principal aspect and the non-principal aspect of a contradiction. In studying the universality of contradiction and the struggle of opposites in contradiction, we must give attention to the distinction between the different forms of struggle, otherwise we shall make mistakes. If, through study, we achieve a real understanding of the essentials explained above, we shall be able to demolish dogmatist ideas, which are contrary to the basic principles of Marxism-Leninism and detrimental to our revolutionary cause, and our comrades with practical experience will be able to organize their experience into principles and avoid repeating empiricist errors. These are a few simple conclusions from our study of the Law of Contradiction. And so concludes Mao Zedong's On Contradiction essay written in 1937. You can find plenty more essays like this in public domain on Marxists.org. And if you sign up for our Patreon, you can have a hand in deciding what I narrate next. 
Thanks for listening, and enjoy your epoch.